0: Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio, Heal, Empower, and Awaken, with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California.
1: Today's topic is Awakening Consciousness in Difficult Times. Sitting with me today is Dr. Cindy Lindsay-Royal and Nityananda, and this is Monica Taylor Penaconda, and we're here at the Divine Lineage Healing Center, going to talk about and inquire about these very extraordinary and difficult times that we are in, and how to approach them with spiritual wisdom, and how to see, really see into what is really happening and how to make the most of this incredible time and also how to address the challenges of this time. Where shall we begin?
2: Let's give a little hope to begin with,
1: because a lot of people are already in anxiety
2: and fear. So let's start with a little hope. Yes. Um, There are wise people in all traditions that are seeing this as a timing when consciousness can raise to the point where there is love, where there is unity, where there is a different kind of world interconnection than we have ever experienced it, certainly in our lifetimes and for many generations. So it is about that hope, ultimately, that we're talking today. It is about that there is something that will come forward from this, can come forward from this, and that our action is part of making that come forward Mm -hmm. into the world. That we can't just sit around hoping, okay, well, the prophets say it's going to go there. Uh, That should happen sooner or later. I'll just wait. No, it is our shift within ourselves. It is our own change of consciousness. And the way we meet what is happening now in our lives that makes it possible for these, this brand new horizon, these prophecies to come true.
1: And I know you looked up a lot of those, Monica. Yes. Uh, actually, that, um, it's very, as you said, it's a very hopeful vision, and it's not the prevailing uh, vision that we see talked about, but what the wise people have, have, from different traditions, the saints, the sages, from uh, really ancient traditions, have spoken about this extraordinary time and uh, one of the Puranas, for example, the Vishnu Purana, talked about the great awakening that is happening now.
0: And that was written thousands and thousands, thousands of years ago, by the of way. Thousands and years ago. Yeah. Which, and is, which is a historical fact. Yes. What did they say?
1: And what they said was, the minds of those who live at the end of the darkest age shall be awakened and shall be as clear as crystal the men who are transformed by the nature of that unique time will be the seeds of a new of new human beings they shall give birth to a race who will follow the laws of the age of truth and the age of purity
0: which really describes in the vedic terms sachi yuga or the golden age the, the age of the greatest positivity and uh, and love and harmony
1: Yes. Now we're in a cycle now, and uh, you know uh, all of the the Puranas speak about the different cycles of time, and we're in this time called the Kali Yuga, the darkest age, and it is we're actually coming out of that now. We're in in a transition time, and that transition time is called the sandhya yuga it's like the dusk time before we enter into this age of truth and consciousness and it we we're, what we're, if we're in this exact time right now as we speak and we're at the height of this transition time now to give us a little more hope about what's to come
0: the height the height of the transition means that there's strong both at the same time, the old and the new, strong and whatever we want to call the old, and then but also strong light, love, urge to help, this kind of unity consciousness is also coming right now.
1: Yes, exactly, and, and available mm-hmm. to everyone. Now, this is the. Let me give a little bit more background about what some of what some of these uh, prophecies and, and saints have said. Uh, saints like Vivekananda have said that in the time to come, Christ will be in numbers like bunches of grapes on a vine. Right, mm. uh, he's talking about all these miraculous people, the people who awaken to who they are, and naturally, when you awaken to who you are, you every human being has extraordinary power. Yeah, that that
0: them. word Christ, referring to the consciousness, the consciousness that we we associate with Jesus, is certainly he embodies and embodies, but it, Christ means every one of us has that potential.
1: And that's really what, what he was talking about. And and our teacher, Sri Kalishwar, spoke about this time as well. And he said an age of consciousness is being born. And that in the future, after some of these changes are going to happen mm-hmm. in the world, that the people will be very loving, and there'll be unity and supportive of one another, and people will Worship God in whatever way that they that they like. Yes. It won't matter what that is. It's just that they're all worshiping something higher. And um, with
0: tolerance for other people and other
1: other ways and other ways
0: of everything Mm -hmm. with tolerance, Mm
1: -hmm. tolerance, kindness, Mm -hmm. humanity. You know, all of these things.
0: Compassion.
1: And also that many would awaken again to this to their own nature Mm -hmm. and to and would have extraordinary capabilities and that we would be seeing a whole generation of that to come and uh, so that's that and the hopis for example I mean all of the native americans as well had um, described what this time was this awakening and they actually I would love to read just a little bit of that quote because it helps us lead into our next uh, our next uh, topic What one of the Hopi elders said is, there's a river flowing very fast. It's so great and swift that there are those who will be afraid. They will try to hold on to the shore. They will feel they are torn apart and suffer greatly. Know that the river has its destination. The elders say we must let go of the shore, push off into the middle of the river, keep our eyes open, and our heads above water. And I say to you, see who is there with you and celebrate. At this time in history, we are to take nothing personally, least of all ourselves. For the moment that we do, our spiritual growth and journey comes to a halt. The time for the lone wolf is over. Gather yourselves, banish the word struggle from your attitude and your vocabulary. All that we must do must be done in a sacred manner and in celebration. Hmm.
2: And
0: That's really it's, wonderful.
1: It's, it's super wonderful. Yeah. You know, and so
2: advice in this process, too, because this, there is a flow of something happening. It does have a destination. That's the hope we're trying to get. If there is a potential fabulous destination to this. But if you engage it as suffering, trying to hold on to what was old, trying to hold on to the banks of the river and getting thrashed by that wave, then it actually doesn't, you know, that river might make it, but you won't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there is something we have to do. I love the word awakening as part of that, because awakening is the mechanism of getting to these prophecies. They happen because we awaken. They happen because there is a process we are in right now which we must embrace as joyful, as looking around and celebrating who's next to us and yes. as hopeful. That it doesn't necessarily nothing's determined here. There's no, you know, it's not determined that things are going to crash down and it's all going to be heck in a handbasket. And it's not it what determines whether we make it to those prophecies is the degree of our awakening. We are the mechanism of that coming
1: that exactly and that that about not being the lone wolf uh-huh. really that this is a collective happening you know this is the awakening this is when consciousness will awaken for many people on the planet in the process that we are in, which is actually very chaotic, and very um, destructive, right? We're seeing that around today. The evidence of that is there. It's not what we're saying that that's not there. Old things are being, structures are being destroyed. All kinds of things are happening in the world that would be, um, you could easily become fearful about if you're looking at it from a certain perspective. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, And we see that. Because you're seeing that with your clients.
2: Huge anxiety. Nityananda, you were talking about seeing people basically sleepless from the level of anxiety mm-hmm. they have. I see people who have had mental issues that are being propagated forward mm-hmm. by that level of anxiety and fear. It's very devastating to a lot of people. They're very hooked into an engagement with this negativity, which I think is one of the things, one of the mechanisms we need to talk about for getting to that awareness how to unhook from all that how to have it not be because this
0: flow of the river right now is this disturbance it is this breakdown or this you know in some cases um willful efforts to really have dramatic change that affects huge numbers of people Mm -hmm. with no with no voice you know i mean that's a great equation to create fear and anxiety Mm -hmm. like you said uh, earlier helplessness yeah so that is the flow and uh, meaning we're hanging on to old concepts, old ideas or old illusions really of safety or security or just mm-hmm. it's a known. It's always been this way. And obviously things are changing quite rapidly. Now that is the flow. So it's actually letting go into that flow. That doesn't mean surrender to these destructive changes You uh, with, with, with no word but it means to acknowledge what is happening turn around to see the rivers there and then start maneuvering in that way with that that's a new consciousness mm-hmm. we it is a time of great change no matter what we do uh, you know that that metaphor it loses it, it doesn't go completely to the end because the river is going to the end whether anyone hangs on or lets go there's this this drama this on this planet of is greater than any one person by a huge you know it's, this is god's drama but in the midst of god's drama is the opportunity for the children each of us to uh, awaken and really this in its own paradoxical way this is as as dickens said "of the best of times and the worst mm-hmm. of times very difficult times but mm-hmm. for those interested in awakening that is one real reason you were born now during this time. Mm-hmm. This is the time to awaken, not only awaken individually, but your awakening comes through service and paying attention to those around you and helping the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And in that way, the awakening affects change in the world around us too.
2: And you know this idea of the San Yuga, both are available. There's the high good, there's the high negative this the idea that you were just talking about there is is really a setup for adversarial experience. It's a setup for anger, it's a setup for fighting, Mm -hmm. it's a setup for contention. Because
0: misunderstanding for misunderstanding
2: huge misunderstanding. And all of those things, I mean sometimes we think okay we have to fight the negative. But fighting is part of the negative dynamic that is is Precipitated by having opposites present with one another. It, for for me, I think we're in a in a different consciousness. We're in, we're not saying let things happen. You know, don't close your eyes to injustice. Mm-hmm. But I, my personal take on it is instead of fighting injustice, go support justice. Mm-hmm. Go do something of positivity. Mm-hmm. Connect into the positive that is there rather than fighting the negative
1: yeah exactly. exactly. you know this uh, really, our state of consciousness, our state, what we're thinking our every aspect of of our life, actually, the earlier part of that hopi uh, quote really was quite beautiful too, and it and it says, uh, you know to question yourself that okay, this is the time. You know, this isn't the 11th hour. This is the hour now, Mm -hmm. you know. And really, you have to ask yourself, you know, where are you living? What are you doing? What are your relationships? What's the right relation? You know, actually, they where's your water and where's your garden? I mean, basically, Uh how to take care of your own life. It's time to speak the truth, create your own community, be good for each other, and do not look outside yourself for the leader. You know, each of us is a leader in this time. Each of our consciousness is what is creating this new consciousness happening. You know how we're how we're relating to everything that's happening. How we're holding it. Are we are we in in that state of really? Con- what is consciousness? But it's the the reality of oneness. To know that you are the creator, actually, that is what consciousness is your are conscious of your of who you are mm-hmm. and that's who you are and you are a creator each person is a creator and right now are um, the energies that are here it's so important for those who to really give that message and be that message of hope of light of joy actually in in like you know this is this is actually a time of awakening and uh it's a time when you simultaneously as, as one world is being is crumbling down another world is arising and we must focus on that that birth that's happening right now um the birth of that consciousness in us is, as well as in the entire world you know i'd like to talk a little bit about this destruction mechanism we're we're in a new creation cycle and it's natural in these creation cycles that before creation actually comes destruction we look at even the birth of a mother giving birth as she's giving birth something has to be destroyed there there's a unity of a mother and her child in order for that child to be born that unity has to be destroyed Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that physical union Mm -hmm. union and and this birth happens and we and we also know in any birth it's painful it's Mm -hmm. it's chaotic you know it's the nature of the creation
0: it's mysterious it's unknown you know it's
1: right exactly fundamentally there's
0: things about every birth that are mysterious
1: right and so there's you know nature itself will take you you know through that process, but you don't really know exactly what is the outcome of that. But to, to understand this is a creation cycle, this is this is a new time being born. And there's always that destruction. And really the mother, of the earth, is creating this new consciousness now. She's giving birth to that. But around every birth, when a child is born, it's covered in blood. That's, in Sanskrit, is called maya, Uh which is perfect, Uh right? In this beautiful new creation, it's surrounded by maya. Mm
0: -hmm. And, well, the maya comes first, too. Not only that, but the the blood comes first Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then keeps coming. And then then the baby is born, generally covered in some of that blood. And that is maya. And that's very helpful for us to consider now.
1: And so what it, just a, a uh, beautiful description of what maya was uh, defined by Adi Shankaracharya. Mm-hmm. He said uh, it, illusion, or maya, that's another word for it, is, is the inability to discern the truth of oneness. And that's really our, that's all of our, <laughs> this human life, is how to discover the oneness, the truth of oneness, and come out of the illusion. But right now, as this birth is happening, this big, uh, seemingly cataclysmic event on Earth uh, is happening, and this new age is coming, and Maya is coming at the same time, right? And so, or how, a little
0: in advance, or a yes. little
1: advance, you know, actually, it's almost right. driving Yeah, I, here I, a bit.
0: I mean, again, the the this this juxtaposition of the old and the new. In this case, the old being this deep uh and dense difficulty for most to understand who they are and the nature of this creation why they came i mean it's just it's a collective thing it's an epic thing over an age and humanity is carrying that to this moment that is maya then a new birth is happening in consciousness and that is return of the knowledge of True self-awareness and and mm-hmm. and all of that. As Vivekananda said, we heard as Adi Shankaracharya said in his way, and as Sri Kalishwar said, you can say all the saints are talking in different ways. But that's what's being born. Yes, it's coming, and there's a lot of birth pains, a lot of blood. What's that blood? That's that's a that's a an acute increase in Maya. An acute increase in illusion. And in this case, it's all at the level of consciousness and and uh and misunderstanding and lack of discrimination, you know we, we're, we're not being judgmental, we want to be neutral in our observations about what's the difference between that kind of consciousness and the one which we are pointing towards and and bringing together
1: which is the unified mind right so we're in
0: that really high time it's when the blood first breaks, the blood is coming it's and it creates a lot of fear and anxiety mm-hmm. all by itself and In that way, this analogy works really well because for most human beings, seeing blood come, even if a woman is in labor and everything is fine, but blood comes out, then most people will suck a lot of fear there for good reasons. Like, oh, my God, is everything okay? Mm -hmm. But you see the reaction to that blood. Is everything okay Right now, there's a lot of reaction going on in that same way because we have a lot of this Maya flowing. In consciousness and, and this this free floating anxiety, which is actually causing huge 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 suffering at a lot of levels right now, and it's only it's less than a year old, you know this this acuity right. of it, it um is uh is really a part of this reaction. If we can depersonalize it that way. Otherwise, it's a huge suffering and there's no way out. There's no way to think your way out. There's no way to find evidence outside yourself in this maya, in this illusion, to tell you everything will be okay. There's no evidence there. But we're here to say there is great evidence and everything will be okay. We need to we need to revision what is happening and see how that operates through our consciousness. It's not the end of the world apocalyptic. It is a creation cycle in a period of dramatic change.
1: And let's look at a little about how, what that Maya looks like in our world today. Because that, that concept, what, is it, what does it look like? Well, we can see, for example, you know, news. We can see, obviously, fake news. That's a big illusion, no doubt on mm-hmm. it, right? But even regular news what, that we see. Because what are they reporting? They're reporting about crises, they're reporting about they're not they're not seeing what is underlying this. And so it's perpetuating that. And you know, and, and now we've come into a cycle where there's news twenty four hours a day. So we're being fed that same that same all of those ideas, which is Maya. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's let's talk about some of the other things.
2: Well, for me, there's a huge illusion of me and you, of mm -hmm. mine and theirs, mm -hmm. and somehow they're taking mine, Mm -hmm. and I have to keep mine to me Mm -hmm. and keep those people from doing that, Mm -hmm. and that those people are dangerous, and it threatens me. This whole them and me dynamic Mm -hmm. of who's dangerous and who's taking things from me and... Mm -hmm. Who's messed who their my problems are all about them, you know, that they've done this or they've done that. To me, that is that illusion as separateness. That is that inability to see the truth of oneness. So it's a it's a pure evidence of illusion, a pure evidence of Maya, because it it completely creates the same adversarial situation of them, us, now we have to fight, now I, there's greed in that, there's power dynamics in that, there's hatred in that, it's the basis of Well, it's a necessary ingredient
0: for all of that, it's actually a fundamental thing, this idea of separation, this mm-hmm. fundamental thing that we are separate, or that our interests are somehow fundamentally divergent, mm-hmm. is at the root of all of these other things right. that run, if we, if we address that, we've gone very close to a long lasting solution in our consciousness it won't change mm-hmm. the people around us, but what matters is how in we are operating. This is how the world changes.
2: And it, it is the basis of racism, sexism, hatred, fear, mm-hmm. terrorism. Mm-hmm. It's the basis of everything we're mm-hmm. calling the ills of the world, the actual ills. Well, of Well, it justifies reason, the,
0: the tolerance separation. of the suffering of others. Mm-hmm. It's used just universally by all people to justify tolerating not to mention sometimes enabling or contributing to the suffering of other human beings it's a fundamental thing that we need to recognize and again practice only in ourselves when I see the person who just beat me to the parking space in the parking lot and I get angry then that is expressing a belief in that what you just mentioned Mm -hmm. that that differentiation when in fact there's a unity Great. Celebrate that. I mean, what did our teacher say? The, the the soul, the developed heart and soul that celebrates the victory and success of another literally goes to sit at, at uh, God's side, you know, mm-hmm. to paraphrase. I mean, basically goes to the top of the list. You know, I mean, it's one of the most amazing qualities to him, but it sounds like a little thing. A let the person do that. Let the person cut you off and not react, you know, um, you know, help somebody in a small way. Uh, when it feels like you're being put out to do it, all of these times we feel these things we 're really expressing our sense of being separate from and then implicitly better than or more important than someone else and these These things are the ways to get away from being caught by the news and everything you know we can't we could can turn off the news, but we could still be awake at night worrying about things. Yes.
2: Absolutely. And and it, it's small things to large things. I'm thinking about the Dalai Lama and what his people have gone through and the kind of huge suffering that's been there and still continues. And yet when he's talking about forgiveness, the Dalai Lama said forgiveness doesn't mean accepting wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're saying, oh, well, it's okay to do wrongdoings. He says the real meaning of forgiveness is to mentally not develop feelings of anger and hatred due to whatever those wrong actions are. Mm-hmm. and that's the point. Whatever action comes your way, you let go of it. Just mm-hmm. as you were saying, whether it's somebody taking your parking mm-hmm. space, or for the Dalai Lama, huge
0: you even, unspeakable things unspeakable to masses atrocities of people. Yes, exactly.
2: In that, that is how you develop that state of consciousness is that you don't hook into how no matter how small or how big that state of quote wrongdoing that has happened.
0: Right. And today is the time we can wake up. I mean, that prophecy from the Vishnu Purana saying, this is the day, this is the time Mm -hmm. that this will happen. And that will really, it's a whole new kind of stage of consciousness for a collective group of humanity is being predicted. This is the time that that is dawning. One of the tools that we can use, one of the helping things from the chaotic and, and very, very disturbing destruction type energies which are flowing is that that helps put our small little consciousness into its own place. You know, my petty problems can, I can get very consumed by them. But when it's, when I can hold that in the presence of something which is obviously greater and more important then it helps me to actually get a, a real perspective on that. And it's our attachment to these, like those personal things. We can't take any, I mean, it was the Hopi We said, don't take anything person, you know, anything personally, especially yourself. That's the key. So in this time of great uh, disturbance, it's very hard to forget that disturbance is going on. It's always in the background of our consciousness. And we can use that in a positive way by helping us to just get out of our own little selves and, Start generating love, compassion, mm-hmm. understanding, tolerance, assistance, dedication, sacrifice. Those are the things that happen automatically. That's actually
2: who we are. Mm-hmm.
0: And then also happiness and peace. Because the enlightened one is there's no such thing as enlightenment without happiness and peace, silence, mm-hmm. stillness. You, forgiveness compassion these yeah. things are not things that have to be invented anew by every person there's a common mm-hmm. source we, we we touch that and then we embody that and then why in the world would nobody goes back
1: mm-hmm. and you can see how much it, nowadays if someone if, if a person is not in fear and they have hope and they have energy positive energy and they and they it's like that that in itself helps people to say hey Something great is going on here. And, and you can see, you know, you can be happy in the midst of all of this. We and must it, be. And in fact, we must be. Yeah. You know, this um, really understanding that, understanding the energy the energy mechanisms of this high positive, high negative, you know, and how it's actually, even though it seems so incredibly, uh, one on one level, if you look at it from the perspective of what's happening, it seems incredibly negative, yet hidden inside of all negativity is the positive. And we have to mind that because that and that's very accessible to us right now to grab that energy and that's the t- and that energy comes through what all the myth, all the things that you're talking about in
0: fact it's know? more accessible than any other yes, time exactly. that we know of and, right
1: no 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 and, and, and that that should be
0: emphasized it's, it it's be an emphasized. amazingly helpful thing to realize
1: and in this time what there's a very small period, a window of time Sri Kalashwar said that's happening and and it feels like this is the actual window that he spoke about <laughs> because where It would be very easy to awaken. It would be very easy to recognize who you are, to recognize I am God, I am that self. More than any other time in history, it's happening now. And so it's like if we turn our mind to that instead of seeing our attention, instead of just, it's not that we don't observe the illusion and we don't don't look Mm -hmm. at those things, but that's not where our focus or a point of view is. It, our focus is, again, on the oneness, right? right? Mm-hmm. Realizing the oneness. That's what we all want. We want to realize the oneness. And, you know, the things that you were talking about, it was exactly that. How can we enact that in small ways? When we think of another person and we see that they are a reflection of ourselves, even if it's...
0: No matter how it looks. No matter
1: how it looks. Yeah. It could be, it's, you know... All, it could be a leader that we really dis, we really don't like or disagree with. But the point is, everyone is an extension of ourselves. And when we think like that, that kind of the hatred, you know, the revenge, all of that, you cannot have those reactions. And in fact, The
0: turning away. You know, the tolerating of injustice, whatever that is, because injustice doesn't stand to a collective attention. Injustice is allowed to happen, you know that's been said so many different ways, and we know that's true, so all these things melt away mm-hmm. through that positive energy and it's really I like the way you said don't uh you know turn away from the news and stuff I mean not not knowing it, but turn it, but really what we're turning away from is operating that belief system mm-hmm. there's fear inside there's anxiety there's also greed and control there's marketing. Mm-hmm. There's getting, you know, uh, there's get it's it's money based. And those things are fundamentally they're not for our purposes. They're just fundamentally not the right service. So we need to be internally driven and also driven by a spiritual community around us sharing that choosing what we believe and what we're operating from. And that's actually an early step is realizing what do I operate from? Waking up to the places that I am afraid, the places that I do get anxious, the places that I do start an internal dialogue without knowing and then catch it. OK, whoa, those are what's operating there. I need to insert a new piece of software.
1: <laughs> and that is just
0: simply these these teachings that are ancient and also these teachings, which are very, very recent with really great divine souls who are on the planet right now, like the Dalai Lama and, and his living example.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And yet um, we are talking about something slightly different from compassion itself because compassion is, you know, I feel your pain. Mm -hmm. And I do hear from a number of spiritual people who are going through the process of awakening to the oneness, I believe. I think it's part of a step of that process where they begin to actually literally feel the suffering of the world. They feel that. Mm -hmm. They feel it so deeply they themselves are in some kind of grief mm-hmm. or sadness or tears or inner pain. And although I think that's a step to where we're going, I think that's not where we're saying we want people to end up. No. We're, we're not saying, I feel your pain is the stance you're to take. We're trying to say, okay, if that's what it takes to wake up a little bit to that, fine. But what you need to push through to is not, I feel your pain, but I stand in a state that is beyond your pain. I stand in a state of love. I stand in a state of joy. I stand in a state of happiness that and when people do that, it can pull others out from their pain.
0: but I would add to that, mm-hmm. and I stand with you in your suffering yes that that's true compassion isn't it? We, we cannot yes. change we can you know the, the the struggle to awaken today includes the struggle to reconcile ourselves with our own suffering and you know that whole thing that's our real job there we can if we can take care of that we've done a lot mm. can we really really do that for another
2: well as we, a healer yes
0: but we can know. stand with and then now we're talking in a more i'm talking in a more collective way yeah. because so much of the division is this misunderstanding that, that that there's no empathy that you know that there's no there's no collectivism there between the different communities in our country you know between the different countries there's all of this and so you know, like say, putting our, stack, our flag in the ground and saying, I stand with you, you know, whatever it takes, whatever. I mean, maybe we can transmit some energy and we can relieve it mm-hmm. as a healer, but also maybe we can just keep good company and we can give it counsel and advice. And you know what I mean? Or we can ally ourselves with them publicly, mm-hmm. whatever these things are that make, that really help.
2: Well, for me as a healer, it, it's, if I fall into their pain, if I feel mm-hmm. their pain, I can't heal them. Mm-hmm. I have to be holding where they're where they can go. Right. If somebody's not holding that energy, then who how are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. And that really is our job. It's to be that pole of the possibilities. Mm-hmm. It is to be that mm-hmm. that field of the energy of the joy that lives beyond this person's suffering, but not mm-hmm. ignoring their suffering, no. not pushing them away because of that. But as you say, standing right next to him is or judging them is a different field of possibility. Yes, yes.
1: We can see so much how now it's, it really requires all of us. Yes. You know, each, each person, in, however it is in their lives. And, you know, we have to also look at, you know, in the same. in one hand we're seeing a lot of destruction, another hand, it is the, the very catalyst that's bringing a lot of people together yeah. to work in ways that they have never done before. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this now.
0: It's exciting, you know, it's, actually. It's
1: so incredibly exciting. To be exciting. a part of. Yeah, and, and we see and that, you know, everyone's finding, they're finding there are different ways of, okay, how are they going to contribute? You know, what are they going to do? And, and we should recognize too, you know, instead of you know, one of the way to come out of this fear is to start realizing, hey, yes, that's happening, and a lot of things are being lost, but at the same time, a lot of amazing things are coming up. This kind of, you know, action is really making people, I, I read stories, you know, they're not highlighted, of course. Now, can you imagine if our News was highlighted the other way, and you know, I I was looking in L.A. There there were various you know people setting up these sanctuary homes to take care of the immigrants, and you know, and each taking personal risk and doing that's they're they're following what their conscience yeah, is they're telling following them following their to conscience, do. their heart. You know, but the point is each, and that's exactly right. We have to be each leaders and follow our own conscience to say what is. I, am I being asked to do here and and you know showing up and recognizing that per uh, yes, that if we're protecting someone who is hopeless, who's in a position of powerlessness, you know we're and our oneness with them. we're lifting the whole the whole you know the whole collective, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of that kind of action, mm-hmm. a lot more of people. Uh, doing that and finding ways. And, you know, you can see that's also part of the benefit of this crisis because without that, you know, what it, there's a complacency that's just, okay, we'll accept it. We'll accept whatever it is. We don't like it, but we accept it. Well, we're at that stage where we can't just say, yes, it's fine. We have to do something. And, you know, one of the, uh, the questions that was asked of, Sri Kalashwar was, why is the mother, the divine mother, the nature, creating these catastrophes and tsunamis and all of the things that we're seeing you know and his his answer was because the world needs to wake up, she's trying to wake up her children. you know the way we've been living is 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 not you know we need to change that completely, and we won't talk about all of the ways that we need to change that here, but it's clear. These events are making that awakening happen and awakening to each other that we cannot live in an isolated way that, you know, greed for having more for ourselves than other. We can't live like that. The planet won't sustain that any longer. We have to find new ways that are sharing and caring and taking care of one another and and unity. And that's what... That's what the mother is trying to get us to wake up to. And both
2: of you have said this in different ways, but I just want to reiterate that it's not just coincidence that this time is when you can make it fastest mm-hmm. to, the, to the divine. And furthest. You can go all the first, way. I mean, this is the timing because this is the mechanism exactly. that makes that possible. Right. It is because things are being destructed mm-hmm. and because your attachments are being released. It's the age-old version of how to awaken consciousness to let go of your attachments
1: it happens and your at desires every age for those somehow. attachments. That's right. <laughs> I mean, but, but it's happening on a global scale. It's just yeah. happening it's on global a global now. scale. It's
0: global now. It is global. And that's, that's true. I mean, in every individual case of enlightenment, this kind of destruction was experienced at the level of the individual ego. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Ramana Maharshi, anyone you think, anyone you study, it will be there. Mm-hmm. But now it is happening on a collective, and and, and, and it is the, it's the right time for all of us.
2: Wake up when there's a collective energy, it's easier for us to do it yes. because it is destroying everywhere. What is our hope of holding on to our well?
0: And it's a collective it, awakening. You know? I mean, that's a teaching that's in the ancient knowledge, too. Is it and, and Sri Kalishore emphasized it throughout his life, and that was there is no inv- individual enlightenment today. The time of going and sitting under a tree or going in a yes. cave, withdrawing into a hermitage yes. or an ashram. Does exist at different times on this planet, it's not now. Now is an engaged
1: enlightenment. Right. Which exactly means that ga- every action mm-hmm. as well, right mm-hmm. action. And, um, and right action. Yeah. Right action.
2: Standing, coming from the place where you have let go of your attachment, coming mm-hmm. really from the place where you've decided you're in forgiveness or where you are feeling that love, and then taking the positive action. Mm-hmm. It's a very different action than fighting the negative. It is a, a right action, a positive action, an action taken from those states of higher consciousness. That's
0: right, in support of something positive versus in reaction or against anything negative, which we, we, we don't stand for the negative, but we need to stand not against the negative. We need to stand for something which we believe in in a, in a dharmic way.
2: And that's how that creation really changes. Because if you just fight against the negative, all you're doing is playing the illusion inside the illusion. Mm -hmm. It's just going to recreate and recreate and recreate only by putting something new into that creation, by standing for something positive, by creating a sanctuary place, by helping women, by doing the positive actions, are
1: you actually becoming a co-creator in the process Mm -hmm. not of destruction. And actually, this this brings another point, which we are not going to we are not going to talk in this session because it's it's a much bigger one. But it is really talking about what what is what is right action, how to really know what is the right action, and and where that comes from. We're going to be talking in the in uh, the next in the next show about the Bhagavad Gita okay. uh, because it's very very important about. That it's really the battlefield where uh, the story is about, where Krishna has to face doing his dharma, doing his battle, and it's in the battlefield actually that he Arjuna. that he, I'm sorry, presence. Arjuna has, um, you know, he receives the vision of of God in the battlefield, mm-hmm. and he also realizes himself. And in that realization, then can go and do the battle that he's meant that he has to do. So we're going to talk about that in in the next in the next session because you can see this this we have there's a lot to talk about. We'll be talking a lot about this. Yeah, it's a wonderful
0: dialogue and it's exciting and it's also important. It's, it's, it's important. It's, Everyone listening, your life is making a difference. Every step in your own consciousness stages is a step that this planet needs today. Mm
1: -hmm. And this is an extraordinary time. It's an opportunity. We just need to know how to utilize this opportunity. But it's here for us now. And that's really the message we want to give everyone. Because if we see that, that's what it will be.
0: You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio, Heal, Empower, and Awaken, with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center
1: in Leightonville, California. Namaste.